You're listening to DraftKings Network. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Good everybody, welcome to another another what? It's the Cooligans, buddy. That's right, and uh, I'm I'm here with my guest co-host uh, coming through because Alexis is now known as the most unreliable person in the industry. <laughs> we don't know. He won't. Will he show up? Will he? Will he? Won't he? We wait every day. <laughs> we you wait never know. Every day, and you know, it's just uh, playing the lottery uh, if you have to see if he's going to show up. But I'm joined by my esteemed guest. You've seen her on Attacking Third on Morning Footy, uh, just uh, CBS's own Christine Cooper. What's good, Christine? What up? I'm happy to come through and super sub for Alexis. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you, Scoring all the goals today. You're here. <laughs> you, you came in in the, the you know, 88th minute to, to, yeah, exactly. to close this out. You are the Mariano Rivera of... <laughs> do you well, know? enter Sandman. Then. Yeah, Let's there go. you go. There you go. Let's go. So um, You like that I knew a baseball reference, right? <laughs> I didn't was, expect it. I, you know, when I said it, I, I was going to do a little bit of like uh, the mansplaining, like, oh, let me explain to you, Mariano Rivera. And I'm like, oh, it's oh, Christian, explain the arm sports to me. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm like, she's from New York. She, I'm sure she knows. I, I'm glad I was right. I was a born Yankee fan. Okay, I'm a Mets fan. Mm. Yeah. A we, house divided, truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, we both, we all <laughs> suck now. So it's not like anyone. Okay. All right, both. Uh, Yankee Stadium and City Field are available for NYCFC, <laughs> so that's not not usually not a good sign. They just uh, they just moved the the game that was supposed to be at Red Bull Arena, the final uh, MLS game for NYCFC, and they moved it to City Field. So whenever any of those changes happen around October, it's like oh okay, baseball baseball <laughs> taking a break. Okay, we're done. Uh, New York baseball is done. <laughs> Maybe next season. I'm excited to be here, especially because uh, we have a lot of uh, we have to obviously recap the U.S. Open cup final we're going to talk some Serie A because uh you are the you are the Italy expert okay uh we're going to talk about focaccia I don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta, I, I'm trying to think of all the Italian and foods you're like what what words do I got here focaccia <laughs> the uh uh and yeah and uh sounders and a bunch of other stuff so uh, let's let's start with Serie A and and probably the biggest news because uh, I was watching the Napoli match they played yesterday. Uh, who they play? Uh, what don't I, I remember? I'm totally forgetting. They won four one. I'm totally blanking. yeah. They they dominated. I forget who they played. Uh, but Udinese. 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 Sorry. I like how I and froze up yeah. too. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> we I don't all know. Like, I asked, who did they play? Right before they, going they live, I asked what day it was. Focaccia so. FC. <laughs> Udinese. I'm pretty sure it was Focaccia FC. Uh, but no, even during the the broadcast, uh, it was constantly highlighted. Osimhen scored a goal, but throughout the broadcast, they just kept bringing it up about what Napoli, uh, you know, the, the the social media team, the admin never wants to be the story. We all know this. Uh, admins of teams 
should be should live in the shadows. Yes, you're you should, the you're the voice of the team <laughs> of the brand, not not of yourself. Yeah, and, and you definitely do not ever want negative attention. Right, being it's, brought a, to yourself. it's a healthy balance because we we have friends that are uh, social media admins. A lot actually, right? yeah. And some are a little bit more public than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it, it it it's a careful balance because when you if you do something wrong. And everybody knows who you are. They're going to remind you of it because they know exactly who you are. So some social media admins, uh, you know, are on the low. They just, yeah, oh, it's like, hey, what do you, who do you work for? I'm like, oh, no, I don't got I, wait, wait, waste, waste management. Yeah. Why are you asking Pain all these houses. questions? Don't ask Why are you asking me. all these questions? What do you, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? What do I do? <laughs> so uh, if you haven't seen it, I just want to play it first and then we'll talk about it. But uh, Aussie men. Victor Osimhen, obviously, uh, incredibly ta- talented striker for uh, Napoli, uh, who essentially got them their first uh, uh, trophy or the first uh, Scudetto in 30 years. One of the leading goal scorers in Serie A. Yeah, the dude is an absolute beast. And uh, on TikTok, you know, there's a I follow Napoli on on TikTok because I'm like, oh, they like they they have fun with it, and they had a little too much fun <laughs> because uh, Victor Osimhen misses uh, a penalty. And they decided to make, they were like, content, let's make like content out of it. And here it is uh, real quick for the, we'll explain it after for the people who are just listening. Uh, but here's the video. Okay, so... It's you, you hear the that ch- is so annoying. Oh my god, <laughs> just listening to it. <laughs> Apologies for everybody listening. It's just, I mean, the words that you're hearing are what is basically on the screen. It's it's like a chipmunk voice of uh, him asking for a penalty uh, for a handball, takes the penalty and misses the penalty. So, this is on Napoli's official TikTok account. So, they are like kind of making fun of the fact that he missed the penalty. I assume they won the game. I, no, they drew. 0-0 zero, zero draw drew. against this Bologna. Is, oh, my God. So, so you know he kind of feels bad about it. Um, of course. There's not a single player, especially a striker or goal scorer, that wants to be reminded after the fact, outside of their own mind, because trust me, he's thinking about it, yeah. that you know he's missed He's missed a pen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, we've we've met strikers. They are they are a sensitive folk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They take the possibly the most sensitive on pitch, but that's another discussion. But but that's what makes them great because yeah. they're so deeply passionate about scoring goals that it, it's 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 life and death uh, to them. So when your own club is kind of making fun of you for. Uh, missing a penalty, you you start thinking about how did it even get to this point where this level of like, you know, whether somebody could think it's disrespectful or not. I, I saw that there was some Italian pundit, uh, Marika something. I don't know if, if she's famous or something, but she uh, basically, uh, I'll look up the actual quote, but she, she was essentially saying like, kind of, you know, grow up, be an adult. Like, you know, they weren't, trying to like attack you they were just trying to be playful like uh you know no no there's a a standard no there's a stand i'm sorry but there's a standard expected of a team account and it's not to behave like a banter account there's plenty of those on right right and to me that exact clip is something that i'd expect of one of the derivative banter accounts across tiktok 
that are just pulling and aggregating like flops and misses and things like that, yeah. which there's a time and place for it. But like it certainly isn't your own club. Yeah. The fact that it, it, it came from uh, and now I didn't realize that they drew in this game. I mean, it's just like the the stakes were so high and to kind of be playful about it. Right. I mean, they haven't had a very sure footed go under Rudy Garcia. This is not the kind of thing that you want to be highlighting as a side that just came off of a Scudetto winning season after 33 years. It, It's inappropriate on so many levels. It just, it's in poor taste, right? It just, it is. Marika Fruscio. Uh, and this is the, this is the quote. Uh, I, I, it's going around. It's Italian journalists. So uh, this is basically what she said. Uh, you're a champion, but it takes humility. What's the use of deleting the photos of the team that worshipped and supported you? Just so, and just to clarify. Oh, this is in response to deleted. the more broadly. This is in response to, I haven't seen this from Marika, but this is, quite frankly, this is not, this is not it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not it on so many <laughs> levels. So, because uh, To criticize a player who is responding now in twofold to a collection of things going on amidst a contract renewal cycle mm -hmm. is just tone deaf on her part. Yeah, because uh, he yeah he deleted all his um, pictures on Instagram uh, that had anything Napoli related in it. So look, he t he took it very very personally. I mean, I think it, moreover, it, it's not a team that worshipped and supported him. It's a fan base that have worshipped and supported him. Right. That's outside of it, right? You want your teammates to be your biggest fans as well, but this has nothing to do with the with the actual fan base. So I don't really know what she was trying to get at there with that, but it just it's adding more insult to more injury. Yes. It has nothing to do with humility. It has to do with what's right and proper, exactly. especially in supporting yeah. your players. And, and it and it takes uh, the the accountability away from the club and just be like, yo, man up. They didn't mean anything by it. And right. it's just like, all right, no. well, th no. it's like th it, there's and then there's the other. Um, so I think this blew up even more because Fabrizio Romano uh, had posted it. And and then he also in his uh, in his tweet he says uh, the player's agent Kalenda announced that Osimhen uh, is considering to take legal action against Napoli, which which is an interesting. Um, I don't know what that means. What what is the legal action per se from a kind of a silly TikTok? But maybe the legal action is maybe a a violation of some sort of contract of like you, you know you're not allowed to like disparage me. On um, the I'm sure because. Quite frankly, having worked for Italian teams before, part of my contract is I'm not permitted to make disparaging remarks about mm -hmm. this, this team. Right, right. So I'm sure that it's probably a two-way street with the player contracts. But that aside, I just... You, defamation, slander, he could certainly go after them for, for that. Sure. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, I, I, look, as a comedian, I'm like, it's a little goofy, but... Don't don't get lawyers involved, right? I mean, that's that's if I was sort of making the joke, that yeah. would be the the problem the, is it's your employer. Yeah, 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 it's a different relationship that you have tied to it, that than it, just you clowning on. Because quite frankly, like yes, you can say whatever you want, right? If you wanted to go on full serious tear, of, I would never like, say anything to his face, joke, so, right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you wanted to go on a tear right now, the right. ramifications are entirely different than if it's, I don't know, you clowning on Meadowlark or vice versa. Yeah. Right, right. Um, in so, like a similar forum. Sure. Yeah. This is uh, this is where the, um, who, who were we talking to? Was it Ke was it Kev uh, about the Steve Harvey thing? I think yeah, we spoke, it was Kev. About yeah, yeah, where, it was Kev. Um, Steve Harvey recently w um, on his Twitter account posted uh, a tweet that just said, um, who? What comedians do you think are not funny? Like, 
a, a, a famous comedian posted a tweet saying, what comedians are not funny? And he had to write an apology because uh, he had to say an apology. He made a video saying like, hey, I would never allow this. I didn't type that. I have a company. And people were talk talking to me about like, we need engagement. We need engagement. And this is where it feels like Napoli is like, hey, we need engagement. These are silly things that the kids, kids I think like. this was genuinely just a very empty-headed move mm -hmm. that they were garnering for clicks and for engagement, and they didn't think beyond that. And that's the unfortunate part, right? It's like you need additional vetting, especially when you're representing yourself as a global brand, sure. because this isn't just within Italy, right? You mm -hmm. have fans all over the world. For sure. So when you're navigating things, you're also communicating across cultures. If you don't have someone on your payroll that's capable of adding that extra layer mm -hmm. of, I'll call it worldliness, it's you're going to make errors like this. Right. And that's why for the Cooligans, I'm the person on the payroll that does exactly <laughs> that. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, I look at even, and this is kind of a, a broader conversation about what like soccer and football social media is like, right? The, the, the sort of nameless and faceless accounts uh, that are aggregators, like we don't aggregate pretty much anything like, it's very rare we take like some other content and then like repurpose it to do anything yeah um like unless we're doing like legit commentary on it but like, we don't just like post other people's photos which is that there's a lot of that on uh, on social yes. media they don't tag the photographer they just do whatever they want i mean i've had photos taken from me before by mm -hmm. larger accounts that just they don't even just quote tweet it they just <laughs> Take just it, steal it and yeah, then in the bro, below classic. comment it's like cc at c Kubo, and i'm like yeah. cool man <laughs> just like after like uh, all the uh, at the end of all the hashtags that nobody's ever gonna like yeah, look at and stuff. Yeah. uh so it's it's a thing that you know even we we're mindful of it we think about how we are sort of presenting our opinions or 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 thoughts like it's not Sometimes it's not always worth the engagement, right? Like, I mean, this is another example. Napoli, um, uh, this is another TikTok that they did that just kind of makes no sense. I just don't understand the, the point of it. Uh, but but here it goes. I mean, look, so it, weird. Bro. It slaps. I get it. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of the most irritating TikTok sounds to me personally. It's just very annoying. I mean, I mean, my man's is spitting bars, but this is kind of a waste of time. Who is this? Who is the audience for this? Honestly, Gen Alpha. But even Gen, even Gen Alpha has to be like cringe, bro. No, like they, no, <laughs> no, because they had the whole like toilet meme too. So things get. I can't even pin this on Gen Z like everybody wants to. <laughs> yeah. I would say this is this reeks of Gen Alpha because they like very like to us would be like 2011-esque memeing. Yeah. And that's exactly <laughs> what this is. Right. Now, if you look at this TikTok sound, I'm going to expose myself as being on TikTok way too often, not posting, <laughs> but understanding these like memes and trends way too well. All, almost all of the videos under this sound are largely like people posting their dogs or their cats and stuff like that. Right. And then for some reason, a largely like Indonesian skew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Like people, but people posting themselves, like making themselves into this coconut meme, not doing it to other people. Yeah. Okay. Right. So now there's different layers here because the cultural significance of 
calling someone a coconut, both as like a slur or otherwise, has myriad meanings depending upon what your geography is. Yep, right. Now in Italy, like as it's applied for a lot of these TikTok trend use for the dogs, it's like these dopey looking dogs and it's meant to be like empty headed, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which is still not a thing that you want to be calling <laughs> your striker. Exactly. Okay? I think So there's that problem there. Now, the other layer of it, is for many cultures, it reeks of racism, okay? Now, whether or not that was the intention, here's the issue with being a global account catering to a global audience. You need to be able to anticipate how this is gonna be received. Now, can you do that all the time? No, but can you do it to more of an extent than this was done here? A thousand percent. Absolutely. Right. You know, when, whenever... Um... Were the clicks worth it? No. <laughs> Were the clicks worth it? Because I guarantee if this person who runs the account or a series of these people that is the chain in command to run these accounts hasn't been dismissed, I would be shocked. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I um, it makes me think of... You know, uh, actually, also, congrats on the the writer strike and the uh, ending. But the, oh it, yeah, WGA. The, yeah, ups. shout out. Um, but the, you know, this was I, I used to write monologue jokes, right? I used to submit them for uh, like late night shows, SNL, stuff like that. And the one thing you learn in like uh, uh, for with with monologue joke writing is like who is the target of a joke. Most jokes have you know this is a thing Alexis and I always disagree on because Alexis has. No interest in in having any kind of structure to comedy <laughs> <laughs> when when it's like there is some structure to it. But every joke has um, has a target, has someone that you are making fun of to some degree, and it's like when it, and and that applies in social media, and that's what applies to you know with with this kind of uh, humor. And it's like if you're coming up with jokes, and it's like why pick Victor Osiman yeah. to be the, yeah. the the butt of them? I mean, it, it's a as far as um, lifting up any kind, one of your players, one of your assets, what it just makes it's no. Ju- it's just a lack you of know, respect. They've done like one other, and it wasn't. It was just a dumb, dumb TikTok focusing on Kavada. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That had also passed, and it's like I understand the selection of the players because you want the perfect Venn diagram of like, who do people care about on this team? Plus like major clicks just because it's trending. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you would pick one of the two of them, but like the way it was applied was just flawed. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, they shouldn't be the butt of the joke. If I was running an account. No, it should never be, right? That's really all it is. Quite frankly, if one, no, it should never be in my opinion. Two, if you want to venture into uncharted territory in this way as a team account, it should be cleared by the player, their yeah. agent. Yep. Like yep. there should be an, an expanded chain of command. For sure. Um, yeah, there was a, a recently um, a U.S. soccer, a USMNT video where they were training, and I think like Ricardo Pepe got like nutmegged or something like that. Yeah. Right. And they posted it, and and it you can see that the players players don't want to look bad ever, especially yeah. from like <laughs> no, a USMNT account. Not. Like it's like it, it's not about. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a, a a risk you take when when you make one of your own players kind of like just what it doesn't matter what it is, just like look bad in any kind of way at all. Mm-hmm. When you know Instagram is supposed to be about the best parts right. of our lives, yeah. but, not this. No, but the thing is, once you put something out into the universe of internets, right? 
it's going to be received however people are going to receive it no matter what, even if it's with like a positive intention. Like you saw, or at least I saw it over the summer when I was working with Juve and Vlavic happened to just be behind me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I gave the okay. I said, mm-hmm. it's okay. We don't have to do another retake. I actually think that that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I did. I was like, I think it's funny. Like, go ahead. It's not a big deal, right? So they post it and the reception was mixed, right? Some people were like, this is so funny. A lot of people were like, oh, comparing him to Ronaldo having done that behind a reporter. And then there was the other shades of it that were just overwhelmingly negative that were like, why is he doing that to a woman? That's so disrespectful. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, time out. I you gave the, the okay. Exactly. I think it's exactly. funny. I laughed at it. Don't attack him for that. Mm-hmm. Like I take responsibility for that because I gave my approval to use my likeness to do this. Right, exactly. You know, and then there was also the other layer of it that was like, oh, he wouldn't have done this if it was a guy reporter. And it's like, it's so immaterial at that point that it's like, why can't you just laugh? Like, yeah. I give you permission <laughs> yeah. to just laugh and have a good time. Yeah. But w- so that's the problem, right? It's like, and with that being said, there's still a chain of command by default of like what gets posted on socials from these teams and doesn't. So yeah. for me, it was a failure on multiple levels for them to have now legitimately whether they intended to or not, it doesn't matter, right? This isn't a court of law. We're not going based on intent. You attacked your own player and then encouraged other people to do the same by posting it. So look, I don't know what the uh, the final sort of solution is here because it does look like Osimhen is quite upset and it's rightfully not, so. He scored in the game uh, against Udinese and didn't celebrate. I mean, he didn't. He hugged kind of his teammates. There was also some video. Uh, that was going around of him arriving to training mm-hmm. and like dapping up a couple players and skipping a few, which also it just leads to all these questions. So yeah. it makes it seem like, um, you know, contract year. Is it like a, a power move? Is it? I think it's exacerbating pre-existing things that are going on, yeah. including the fact that they thought that they'd have that contract issue wrapped up mm-hmm. last month. In, yeah. in August, when Osiman made a very bold statement and saying, like, no, I'm staying around. The the fans, the Napoli fans adore him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do not get me wrong. They dress like but him. it seems like, <laughs> yeah, there's, when, a, there's bit, a little too much. Yeah. Too, too accurately <laughs> sometimes. There's just, I think, probably a lot of questions for him coming into this side with Rudy Garcia in that there isn't the same success as yeah. they saw under Spalletti. That's not to say that Spalletti always had, you know, give me a break. The ultra stole his steering wheel in the beginning of his tenure. <laughs> okay. So, hey, you know, I, I it doesn't that. always go that way. <laughs> but I feel like this kind of would be the kind of thing that would tip the scale because it's showing, granted, the social team, that, you know, your team isn't necessarily behind you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, exactly. look, for, for that, for the, I mean, you got to feel for the social media admin to be like, I can't believe I fumbled this. I fumbled a player. <laughs> I so it, yeah, right? You're like, listen, you are the cause of losing our I, our primary. I ruined yeah. all the negotiations. We're going to have to pay him a couple extra million bucks. I don't know. That admin definitely needs a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely wild. Let's move on to uh, the U.S. Open Cup final. Uh, Inter Miami loses to the Houston Dynamo, and uh, finally uh, James Harden gets his first ring. Oh, uh, so <laughs> well, that's pretty dope. Got him. James Harden's pretty happy about that. Uh, but yeah, James Harden is one of the owners of the Houston Dynamo and the Houston Dash. Uh, so, but so good for him. But no Messi in this game, no Jordi Alba, uh, and this was a game where. 
I think, but you know, generally you would probably favor Inter Miami at home, but Houston uh, did not care. Houston looked really, really good. This is a, easily the best game I've ever seen them play uh, this season. Uh, last season, Houston were a nightmare. They were like second to last, I think, in uh, in, in the Western Conference. But they look sharp, and I think the the obviously the addition of, of Hector Herrera, um, who. You know, I think coming, leaving Atletico Madrid and you're like, oh, he's kind of old. He's like, you, we've seen him play for Mexico. He's, he almost doesn't even get called up to Mexico all the time. And he, I'm like, oh, he's kind of slow. Can he keep up and all this stuff? And it's like, yo, this, my man is body people, yeah. bro. Yeah, but yeah. Hector Herrera is like, I think sometimes people forget, like, my man is like kind of a unit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was in, uh, where was I? In at All-Star in L.A. when it was against the uh, MLS um the uh, MLS was it Liga MX? Liga MX, yeah. yeah. And I was in the elevator uh, with Memo Ochoa, and I just—that's w- the best elevator ride. <laughs> yeah, and that was the first. I was right, literally right. I'd have been like, "Let me get." Do I ask him first for his hair care tips, or do I just like stare at him longingly? <laughs> but I'm like in. Uh, I'm sitting next to him. I'm like, my man is handsome, bro. Like handsome, handsome. Okay? El guapo. <laughs> okay, and then. Uh, then you just sort of forget, like, uh, some of the players on the Mexican national team are just, like, they're not, like, small yeah. dudes. Like, I think sometimes soccer players tend to be kind of, like, kind of look like us or whatever. And then you stand next to, like, a memo, and you even Hector Herrera is also a, a pretty tall dude, big mm-hmm. dude. And he was just mushing people off the ball. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing I, I thought with, with Houston overall with Miami. Miami... I don't know if it's fatigue or just Houston were just like a, a stronger team. But Miami, they're bad without Messi. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> I wouldn't, but they. You just got to say like this sometimes. They are, I swear to God, because right, it's like right. everything, all the fundamentals went right out the window. Ball retention, counterattack, what? They never yeah. met one. <laughs> Finishing in the final third, they couldn't even get a shot off on target. Like it just was so bad that first half. But also, Houston were silky, Bro. okay? A cohesive unit. The movement, the passing, the fluidity, the expectation. They were literally dancing on Inter Miami players at one point, just peeling the ball back left foot to right Dude, and dribbling yeah. around them. I would have been so deeply embarrassed. <laughs> I would have asked to have been subbed off. <laughs> you're, you're doing this in front of your Lord and Savior, Messi. That man was even pursing his lips. Like, yeah, what, mm-hmm. at, at the uh, the first goal, who scored the first goal? Uh, I forgot his name. Um, Bassi? No, no, no. Uh, it starts with oh, his last name. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, for, looking it up. No, no, it's okay. The uh, he scored that goal, and they went they the, the, the messy cam. Uh, Griffin Dorsey. 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 Oh yeah, that was a ripper. Uh, r- it was a nice shot. And even Messi was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, he literally did the, the lip purse. The, <laughs> the, mm, Not many gotta, people can make mm. Messi's lips purse. Okay. <laughs> you know what I would so, do if I were him? <laughs> I would buy one of those digital. Photo frames and okay. just have that just replay have in my home yeah, yeah, over a, and over again. <laughs> like a nice GIF rotation of <laughs> Messi <laughs> watching me a score a banger. Yeah. I would take that, uh, of course. All right. <laughs> Approval from my parents? Tattoo, no. Messi? Yes. <laughs> I would tattoo every frame of that <laughs> on my body. Just across your back, like a comic book strip, just rolling. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like you said, Houston, it, it didn't matter how many. Miami players press and you can clearly see that there's like those trigger uh, uh, moments where like two or three players go after the ball and 
Houston looked just un unshaken. Okay, they were, I don't know what Ben Olsen's pep talk was, but it was effective. <laughs> <laughs> it worked, man. Uh, so it was an, an impressive uh, thing from uh, a prefer- impressive performance from from Houston. Um, the 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 pageantry of it was also interesting. Um, Johnny Infantino was there. Um, <laughs> yo, yo, boy. Yeah, yo, we know I'm a huge, huge fan of him. <laughs> Zinedine Zidane. Uh, yeah, was Zizou also, pulling up. Zizou is, pulling up uh, was kind of. It, it's impressive. If Messi's not playing, we've got Zizou in Miami. <laughs> like who? I don't watching a U.S. Open Cup game. Yeah, I don't dude. know what sliding doors episode this is, but I'm here for it. But look, if Messi can't play, if Messi's injured, there's no reason why Zizou can't just step in, bro. Put on the seriously. Pink. You're like, like we're gonna Zizou. rejigger the roster rules just for this U.S. Open Cup final. All of, yeah, Zinedine Zidane entering sub 67th minute. Yeah. Like Zionel Zessi yeah. on the pitch, number 10. The cool haircut. Zionel. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, my first ever soccer game that I ever went to in my life was uh, Zinedine Zidane played in it. I was, uh, it, was at, uh, it was Roma against uh, uh, Real Madrid um, at Giant Stadium. And oh, my Z- gosh. Zidane, I got to see Zidane. This was in two, 2000, 2001, something like that. That's um, crazy. Sorry, I am baby. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> okay. My parents were just talking about having me. So. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. I have not been on this boat for that long. Um, I saw, yeah, I saw um, Gabriel Batistuta on Roma, and then I saw Roberto Carlos and yeah. uh, uh, Figo. The good old days. Oh, it was a different time. Um, Gather around, children. Uh, so Get your Werther's original. <laughs> Miami score a, a late goal, but it, it was definitely... It was too late. I mean, they just, they, they had no real. They didn't have any rhythm that whole, they didn't, whole I don't match. think they had a shot on goal until like maybe early in the second half or something. Like it was really, it yeah. was bad. really, really bad. Even some of the first touches, I was like, oh my God. And this is not to make me look better, but you know, like I, I, I like to look better. <laughs> some, of, some of the, like just receiving the ball and like being able to hang on to it looked very U8s where you're like, Buddy, Damn, like vicious, how <laughs> vicious no, critique? It's not even like you'd have like a, they'd have a second with the ball and it would be gone, and yeah. you'd be like, how? Almost like that weird, like it bopped off your shin guard when you're a little mm-hmm. kid, and you're like, oh, it's gone. I, I already am chasing <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah, that, that, and this like, is a that doesn't happen to me now. It didn't happen to me this Sunday. <laughs> I'm glad I'm over that phase of my life. <laughs> Look at me just like chatting shit from the bench where I have like one stray ligament hanging on with my knee together. Uh, I'm like, now's the time to go. It's it's my shit talking. I, I mean, I, I would I would chalk that up a little bit to uh, to fatigue. I mean, Miami have played a lot a lot of games, and we we talk a lot about Messi and Busquets and Alba and how many minutes they're getting and and how uh, you know. For sure, uh, this difficult. is definitely. But it's hard on those other players right, too. They are managing, they are playing all those games. Managing the rotation, especially in MLS, just dividing that up is right. no small task. Okay, mm-hmm. when you look at like Cincinnati, who I thought had like the greatest chance of making it to this final, they were doing a really effective job of rotating and yeah. maintaining almost every single bit of depth they had in that squad and putting their best feet on each field every single match. Yeah. And it just didn't come to fruition. Yeah. And it, when it comes to, I mean, they would have been in the final if Messi didn't uh, send that <laughs> incredible pass to yeah. Campana and whatever. No, why couldn't Messi be injured that day? So, but, like, but, but this game, I, and I think it just caught up to them. The, you know, I think Drake Callender has kept Miami in 
got them to this final. I was still relatively impressed with how Drake Calendar played. I think so too, but I think you can't discount the fact that Messi is a massive part of all of their forward momentum. I'm discounting it. He means nothing. (laughs) You can, but... (laughs) Never heard of the guy. (laughs) I mean, just to temper some of the delusions of people that were like, oh yeah, Messi's coming into this like last place team. They're going to win the league. And I'm like... Well, I mean, <laughs> excuse me. Let, let's talk about. You know how many games that requires to like pick up all that. Let's talk about how this is being handled because the you know up until yesterday we thought it was still a possibility that he might play. He did not train with uh, Miami, and then they were still doing the like, well, we'll see how he is. Uh, you know, it's going to be a game time decision. And usually, mm-hmm. when you don't train the day before the game, you're most likely yeah, you're not, not playing. playing. Yep. But how how do you feel about the? How vague they are being about his injury status. They keep, yeah. They're still saying muscle fatigue. I'm like, there's no, no way. No, I suspect he has probably a muscular injury, and he's been trying to play through it, work through it. Yeah. But like again, on a fully healthy body, this is a lot of matches, and he's literally putting this team on his back. I think that when he was like subbed off, when he requested to be subbed off, that was the first inclination I had that something might not be 100 percent with him. Mm-hmm. Like. Even he isn't going to necessarily, granted, he knows his body better than anybody else. I don't think he would have pulled himself if it were simply like, I'm just tired. Yeah. There's something underlying, and I think they'll probably keep it under wraps for as long as possible. Because remember, you've got all these sellout games ahead yeah, that people a, are counting that's the on. Thing. I think it's about money. Met the messy magic. And yeah, like it just it looks bad. It falls poorly for fans. So there's a there's a couple MLS matches uh, remaining. And, and do you know, Miami... Do they need to go to the playoffs? Not probably not. Obviously, they already have a Concacaf Champions uh, uh, Cup spot, but this is I, I don't I don't feel comfortable with how this is being handled. I mean, w- with with will he will he will, is he gonna play whatever? Just like if it's a serious injury, let everybody know. Like let let people sell their tickets if they don't want to go to the game like right. it, it's it's kind of a frustrating uh, uh, uh situation and i was i also think it puts messi under um unnecessary pressure where people can start to be upset with him personally for like not playing i mean Football fans are irrational, so I write that off from jump. People are going to be mad or they're going to fabricate one instead of going to therapy. So, you know, if Messi is the target man of the week for their vitriol, like, so be it. I do think it's it's going to be unfair, you know, on the fan side because Ma- obviously everybody wants to see him play. He's going to be a massive draw as he has been, no matter what. I'm pretty sure people would pull up just to watch Messi chew a stick of gum. Yeah, I am. I, I tune in, and he's on Twitch doing that. I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on board. Um, do you think he plays uh, uh, any uh, any games the, the rest of the season? The rest, of, maybe. I, don't, I, I think, would it be wise for him to? Probably not if he actually yeah. does have an injury. If he's got a strain or a sprain happening, like, let him rest. Yeah. Let him rest. I think the... Um, you don't the, think, though, they held him out of this game specifically hoping that he would play again this weekend and then maybe he plays again the next weekend? You know, just one every two games instead of every nah, I single see, It seems... I mean, look, I'm, I I think Taylor Twelman gave his If he thoughts. wasn't even on the sheet... Yeah, no, I, it's not a good look. I, I, I think it's either. I think they would have left the door at least cracked open to Probably. potentially entertain the idea of him being used as a sub. Yeah. And then that would have been a little bit for me, at least more positivity moving forward. Like, oh, it's just something, you know, obviously you're on the sheet, at least as a sub. It doesn't yeah. mean that you have to be subbed on, but at least it's it's more telling that he's able bodied enough to potentially. Yeah. A, a lot of people are generally saying, like, you, you, we have to look long term and start thinking about 2024. And it would just be a bummer 
if in these next few games, you know, I know the the Chicago Fire are promoting the game against Inter Miami a mm-hmm. whole bunch. They're doing big. I just saw like a, they did a giveaway, and everybody's so excited to, that they won tickets to, to to the game at Soldier Field. And to not have him there would just be a bummer. So it's just like, yo, let's just rip the bandaid off. Let's just that's it. If he's gonna if he's done for the year. Be done for the year, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll start planning for the yeah. future. I think they're trying to manage the optics of it, yeah. Which I don't, you know, I don't fault them for. There's been sellouts across the board. You don't want there to be empty stadiums. Yeah. People that spent you know like five hundred dollars on a ticket to see him, I'm sure, would probably still pull up um, rather than just eat the ticket. I blame, but I just, blame Apple. <laughs> Don Garber, what are is, you doing? This bro? is just like you know when a new iPhone comes out and then your old iPhones just starts to explode, and they don't tell you. They don't. They're like, no, you don't need to get the new iPhone. But why is my my old iPhone four hundred degrees? <laughs> but they're like, no, it's just a coincidence that it happened right now. When right the when new we did the update, when the new, new iPhone came out. Interesting. That's all. They just uh, this is typical. Classic Apple. Apple. Time, Classic time to re up for Apple. Renew your subscription. <laughs> Apple, you can slip me a check in the mail. I don't get paid <laughs> by you guys. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, a, a, a wild uh, game, and we'll see what ends up happening with uh, Lionel Messi. But, uh, I mean, look, Lionel Messi, he'll ha- it, it's, it's, it's fall. We're heading into fall. He'll have a, a good opportunity to maybe rest at home, maybe to chill. Uh, and the best way to chill is with a nice cold course like Christine Coupo. Okay, <laughs> that was good. That was a good mind. Incredible uh, object work, as we say in improv class. See, okay? I got range. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know the, the the good thing, and this is what Messi's gonna know when the when uh, of course light is uh, cold enough to drink because the mountains turn blue right on the can or bottle on the can or bottle. They do it on any any drinking device that you could think of. Course light is on top of it, and they'll make sure that those mountains turn blue when it is cold enough. So course light is the one. We choose when we need to unwind. So when, when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Feel free to hit the button, Christine. Go I mean, on. I just want to... That feels nice. Cold is the Rocky. Perfect. We are this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds, boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Like the Boston Celtics, who are six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dallas Mavericks in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. On West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 
in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, one no sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I want to talk about uh, a couple uh, things because the the Seattle Sounders have done a rebrand, an, an, an MLS rebrand. You know, you want it, you need it. Uh, they- I usually hate these, but I'm not gonna lie. I love some of these more like throwback esque little redesigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, let me mute this real quick. But yeah, this is it's it's fun. I mean, they did. Uh, this was it's for the 50th anniversary of the Seattle Sounders, and every time we hear the word rebrand in Major League Soccer, we already start like uh, clenching the buttholes. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, there's gone. definitely clenching happening. Yeah. I still feel that way about uh, the Revs rebrand. Like, give me back my Crayola flag. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. And Kansas uh, City Wiz. Bring that back too. I have a list. <laughs> so there's a with any rebrand, there's always the the trying to find the balance of like you know respect to the history, but also trying to uh, look as modern as possible. And the Sounders went with a definitely minimalist uh, approach. I mean, and and this version of the logo that we're looking at right now, which is like the 3D rendered version, this this feels like. The reason I like this in particular, and not just a flat 2D image of the of the crest, where it just like. It looks so good and shiny. I'm like, I want to touch it. I want to touch. Yes. I'm like touching yeah. my skin. I want to feel. I want. There's just like a sensory thing. We're you just, just know like, that, that that green background yeah, is like a little bit like, grippy. I want to oh, just like. I want to touch the little grippy part. Like your grandma's velvet couch. You're like, I, I just. Okay, this this badge is ribbed for our pleasure. <laughs> This is this is great, bro. Uh, our, our sexuality is soccer. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing, but they they got a proper. Uh, the, the, I mean, the badge. This is the the two D version of the badge, and uh, obviously has all the colors. Has the space needle, um, but then they have like the 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 secondary crest, um, which uh, this is. I just like the. The, the little the wave sound the it. wave through the sounders uh, thing and then uh, is that a car- that's a carnation I believe if, if I'm uh, I mean right? I don't I don't yeah, think yeah, they're carnation. gonna go after their it's, I should just read Northwest I should just read and, and be like Rose you know <laughs> it says carnation right there I should have just read that um but the this is I mean obviously making all the news the orca the orca has returned Sammy the orca is back <laughs> I love him. And Her, him, <laughs> they, them, they, yeah. they them. them. Okay, I love them. all right. All I know is I don't, I don't know if he has balls, but he got a soccer ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know that for sure. Uh, but Sam, Hi, National Geographic, <laughs> we have questions. <laughs> but Sammy, uh, the orca is gonna be the 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 the, the third crest, or like the the tertiary crest, as they say, 
Um, and uh, people are into it. This is the, look. I, I you have a successful rebrand when not that many people are upset. That's that's the bar <laughs> nowadays. For sure, but I feel like they did this well. Like this was well thought out. The mm-hmm. rationale is evident. You don't have to draw up a explainer map for your rebrand, which is never a good idea. If you realize that, like, it's kind of like having to explain a joke to somebody. If You're you right, need right. to go through with like a PowerPoint presentation for your brand explainer, <laughs> you already lost your target yeah, that's audience. Bold. I mean, explainers are very popular in in, uh, in soccer. In American soccer, if, specifically. If they're done well. Okay, okay. It's far and few between, though. If you make it yeah, too yeah. heavy on like this, and then it's like such a reach that you're like, what? How is that even relevant? Like, you're just making things <laughs> up on the fly. Right, I'm right. sorry. Some of them are done really poorly. But this is great. I would totally rock uh, like an Orca t-shirt on its own. Like, Absolutely. give me a big, I've, like, kids looking Orca t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. This It reminded me of the, um, I mean, there, there was nothing better. I don't have the photo pulled up. But when uh, we went to the MLS Cup final, uh, when Sounders played Toronto and they won, there was a guy selling... Uh, uh, MLS World Cup champions, Seattle Sounders. Yeah. <laughs> I bought two. <laughs> I like, Yo, my man, I need these. Uh, and it was just great because when, when the bootleg merch at, at MLS All-Star and MLS Cup, uh, it's really the only time you ever really see it. Yes. And th- it's just that these people, they don't know what they're selling. <laughs> I don't know. They don't even know where they I'm got it. I'm still waiting for Chicago <laughs> to win the World Cup. It's fine. Right, right. <laughs> so it's just a classic, uh, 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 classic one. Um, I got to find that hat. Where is that hat? It's somewhere in that like, in storage. Can- I have- Some guy on Canal Street is selling it for you. Bro. <laughs> MLS World Cup. Two for three dollars. Two for three dollars. <laughs> Uh, but I like this. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what the uh, the general consensus is from uh, Sounders fans. I, I mean, I, I've heard there's a um, is it, I forgot the name. Rave Green. It might be Rave Green TV. This guy's on uh, on TikTok that obviously uh, like a, a Sounders a fan channel. I'm not happy with it. So uh, I'm assuming some Sounders fans are not into it. But they, I, I I've heard that some people are generally happy that the the Space Needle is still there. The colors are still there. Uh, I, I'm not a like, um, you know, whatever badge or jersey like aficionado. I'm just like whatever. Like, can you kick the damn ball into the net? I could care less. <laughs> I mean, Seattle, big soccer city. Like, I, I don't, I th- listen. There's some people that don't like candy. For me, this is like overwhelmingly good. There's going to be some people that dislike it, but absolute. Monsters. I think they did a good job. Absolute monsters. If they don't tip like of the cap to you, Seattle. Candy. Who doesn't like candy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you a cop? Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I also want to talk about this. This is. Um, uh, Carson Pickett, who's uh, the fullback for uh, Racing Louisville, uh, has, has has got on uh, got on my radar recently. Obviously, she's uh, uh, an incredible player. She's also uh, she played for the U.S. men's national uh, men's national U.S. women's national team <laughs> earlier. Uh, was it last year or early this year? I don't know. She she got a, a few caps, but. The um, she is a, a player. Uh, she has uh, part of her arm missing. She has a, a limb difference, mm-hmm. and she is uh, now the first player in um, in EAFC 
uh, slash FIFA, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's EAFC, EAFC now. Yeah, I'm just saying. Are we just, but see, are we respecting EAFC like we're not respecting X? Because I kind of view them <laughs> the same way. I'm always going to call the game FIFA, no matter yeah, it's what. It's, it's difficult for, to, to, to change this. Yeah, but th this is like... When FC24, Mike. <laughs> FC24. My bad, my bad, this my is just... We have to, we have to adapt, uh, Mike, because it, this is like when somebody tells you if they change their pronouns and we're like, no, you're still I FIFA. Feel, hold, on, <laughs> hold on. Don't put that on. I feel like that's a little bit different. You're FIFA. I <laughs> feel like that's a little bit different. We're going to be problematic people. Nope. I right? can't. I can't. <laughs> but no, uh, she's the first player in uh, EAFC, EAFC history to have a limb difference in the game, which is kind of cool. And uh, so this is kind of a cool thing. So the 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 the, the Twitter account, X account. Look, all these names are changing. We gotta get. <laughs> <laughs> it's, sorry, it's, sorry. it's really okay, hard. Okay, boomer. <laughs> the internet. Back in my day, there was only one vi one video game. Anyway. Greg Cody. We gotta get Greg Cody to do it back in my day. I'm calling it FIFA instead of EAFC. But uh, so the the account uh, together. Uh, Tweets, uh, I can't wait to watch Carson Pickett do this celebration in real life next time she's on the pitch. And uh, the video is of, of Carson Pickett doing a uh, bicycle kick and then doing uh, a cartwheel, <laughs> which is the animation you would, uh, obviously both hands would be on the ground. Listen, clearly... I believe that Carson can get a one-armed cartwheel down. I doubt it out. I don't doubt it She's already all. a badass in that back line. So, I mean, let's see She it. hasn't scored many goals, mm -mm. but I mean, this uh, definitely, I'm sure she'll be thinking about it next time she does. So Carson biked to cartwheel <laughs> transition. We have it in our, we see the vision, okay? Uh, but I love this tweet from uh, from her, uh, Carson Pickett tweets how she, she quote tweets it and says, uh, ha ha, oh my God, imagine I'll start practicing. So <laughs> it is, uh, would love to see that. So that, it's obviously uh, great that obviously she can joke around uh, uh, about this and stuff like that. And she's also had incredibly um, heartwarming moments. The, 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 yes, the she image, got to meet the fan. The fan uh, that is like the, burned the, in my brain yeah. because the, the, it was so video. wholesome. The, 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 the baby that also has the, the limb difference and, and same exact part of her arm uh, missing and and they like sort of touching uh, touching arms. It's just like incredibly Very cute. Uh, uh, adorable. And so great that she can laugh about this. But then I also love this. This is um, somebody <laughs> tweet this. Uh, Caitlin Whiteside uh, tweeted uh, a, a picture of uh, Ari Borges, uh, who's also a racing Louisville player. She played, we saw her in the in the Women's World Cup and uh, for the Brazilian national team. And she uh, said, "Y'all, my Ari bobblehead broke when I took it out of the box, and the arm is <laughs> is broken." And you can see the the arm on the ground of the bobblehead. And Carson Pickett retweets this and says, "Looks like me now, <laughs> <laughs> bro. This is Larry. <laughs> she has absolutely like a top sense of humor. I love it so much." I love it. This is great. This is the thing where I, I, I you know, I've always uh, been a fan of Carson Pickett. She's never done our show. Uh, Carson, do, please. Come on the show. Come on come the, on the show. Me yeah. swooping in like, Carson, come on attacking third. <laughs> do attacking third first and then come see Christian. Okay, uh, look. I know CBS has more pull than we do. <laughs> But Excuse me while I We asked first. We asked first. We were first. <laughs> okay. Uh, Call no. us, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both of us. <laughs> the uh, So this is uh, hilarious, and it's just it's great to, to see us. She has a, a sense I love of humor about this stuff. big personalities who are also absolute ballers. It's just such a treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carson Pickett also is a, a, a player uh, who, I'm, I don't know, I mean, I don't know how many opportunities she may have, but I think more uh, national team call-ups uh, 
you know, should be in the picture because she's, I, I think, one of the best fullbacks uh, in the country for sure. Um, <clears throat> we'll wrap here. I just want to get uh, some quick prediction, obviously, because you're on uh, attacking third. Um, the, uh, the NWSL standings, and there's only a couple games left. I think, what, it's like four or five games left, if I'm not mistaken? Okay. Are there that many? Yeah, I, it uh, sounds about right. If not, it looks like five. five. Although okay. I'm a person who asked what day it was three times today. <laughs> so. Rely on me. But the the this is the uh, how many points? Oh, this is I, I forgot who pointed this out. Um, it might have been someone attacking third. Uh, but this is the first time in NW saw that uh, every team has at least twenty points. Yes, uh, this I is, think that actually was Courtney Stith. Okay, she's Courtney, yeah one right. of our, our producers on right. attacking third. She crushes it. And this is a, a a strong season in NWSL where we don't have a clear, like, I mean, even though, you know, I think the Red Stars have been on the, the butt of a lot of jokes. Um, but even them, they, they still, they're like still decent. I mean, if, if Mallory Swanton doesn't get injured, I think it's a different season for the Red Stars. But the, uh, just the fact that there's just like no clear... Nobody's clinched yeah. anything. <laughs> I mean, competition levels rise, and like this is the kind of champagne problem that you have. Yeah. So they've been duking it out. Um, my pick for winning the league was the courage. Okay. And they've obviously had a couple losses in between there. But one um, one loss, one draw t changes. Exactly. You know, whether you are winning the uh, supporter shield uh, or not making the playoffs at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's very dicey, right? It's, High stakes game here. It's pretty intense. And I'm, you know, I'm watching, obviously, um, uh, a lot of the Gotham games. And, and with Gotham FC, I think they've... Um, you know, obviously, the rebrand the re and, and right. just... The, the recent addition of... World Cup winner Esther Gonzalez. Who you took a photo with. I did. I was like, this is going to be, I'm going to hang it in my home. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's lovely. And she's a massive, massive get for Gotham. Yeah. Now, if you look at also the current free agency list for NWSL yeah. is absolutely bananas. That thing is like reams of paper long. And there are some spicy names on there. So we're going to see some big changes, guys, I think, ahead. You guys did like a... a Five aside or something yes. of like free agents. Yeah, I, I saw someone. We did. List. We did that blindly too, by the way. Like we didn't see who else anybody else. And I thought I was being like mastermind, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to choose players. Like, of course, someone else is going to choose Rose Lavelle. So I'm going to, you know, do right. a little sneaky. And all of us ended up with like Emily Fox on our five aside, <laughs> which like is a testament to how good she is, yeah, but yeah. probably like a little bit more underrated. And then also like. Sinead Fairley that I was like, yeah, I'm going to put her as my like my midfielder. And Jenny and I had both bopped her up. So um, there's going to be uh, very spicy uh, moves ahead. Yeah, I think these uh, the, just the next couple of weeks are going to be uh, pretty intense where uh, I, I saw a video of uh, uh, Gotham put out where Ali Krieger and Mitch Purse were mic'd up and they were just like kind of warming up before the game. And they were just like talking about like. Uh, oh, it feels. Midge was like, "Oh, this is a. It feels like a playoff game." It feels like and Ali's like, "Yeah, it is a playoff game. If you want to win, you know, you want to win the title at the mm -hmm. end of the year." Yep. And it's just like the the margins of error are going to be so much uh, smaller. Uh, it, it's a again, every single kind of point matters. Whether you at the top, whether you get a a buy, whether you are uh, hosting a game, uh, you know, Gotham has like been in first for a week and then they're now they're in third and stuff like that. So it, it's uh, a wild uh, a couple weeks. So make sure you tune in. And on top of that, 
um, you know, if, if if the rain, I mean, it'd be heartbreaking if the rain don't make the playoffs and we don't get to see Rapino for a little bit uh, yeah. longer. But then that that's also part of it, like Rapino watch and how, how much longer we're going to see her as a professional soccer player. And uh, yeah, I want to see her there as long as possible. So be, I do, too. I think she'll have uh, one, a massive legacy on the field, but off field, I think we'll still be seeing a lot of her. No doubt. Uh, Meg Rapino, come do the show. Uh, Wick, Wick she's got to pick it. Hey, <laughs> Whatever you that'd want. That'd be the biggest show in Portland's history, bro. Forget attacking third. I'm sure. Have you, has the Rapino, audacity. Has, has Rapino done attacking third? Uh, no, not, not to my recent knowledge. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know if she had previously, but. All right. All right, bro. Uh, she's got some obligations when she retires. <laughs> she's a little bit busy right now. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Shout out to Christine Kupo for joining Queen Kupo, us. Queen of Blangola. Thank you, gang. Queen of Blangola. Crushing it uh, per usual. Uh, Christine, where where can people follow you? Uh, where can um, they see you? I am, of course, on 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 the X. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can find me on the X, kids. Now um, you're back with him. Formerly known as Oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the new course that I. <laughs> or the whole case <laughs> but I digress you can find me on uh, we're call, I'm calling it Twitter Twitter yeah. at C Coupo, uh also Instagram still at Miss Coupo. but on Galazzo Network attacking third morning footy uh, the Champions Club um, Champions League sound so um, me and my colleagues are doing a pretty good job of giving you some comprehensive world football coverage. Absolutely, Absolutely uh, crushing it uh, every day out there on uh, CBS and Paramount Plus. So, uh, so uh, yeah, make sure you go uh, follow and support uh, Christine. Uh, I, uh, before I go, I just want to give a quick shout out uh, to uh, Jeff Atanella. Yes, of, love uh, these shirts, bro. You may love remember the him from uh Let's see. got the there it is there. you may remember him uh, as the goalkeeper for the Portland Timbers but he's also uh a Florida native Florida uh, man <laughs> yeah yeah he's a he's a Tampa guy uh but he started a company called uh, Smack Apparel he makes a bunch of shirts and and there's a bunch of like apparel for a, a bunch of teams but he made this one in particular for uh, uh Inter Miami fans and uh, Messi and it's a goat t-shirt wearing a number 10 uh yeah uh, Jeff is the best so he sent these to us so shout out to Jeff at Atanella the homie uh, just, just incredible to, uh, you know, call just a, a legendary MLS goalkeeper friend and just <laughs> sending his shirts. What a life! Shout what out a the homie lead. <laughs> shout out the homie. <laughs> so shout out to you, John. Cool shirt too. Very cool. Yeah, shirt. yeah. Um, Smack Apparel. Uh, go check it out. Um, and uh, as always, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels. Uh, make sure uh, subscribe to the Patreon. We got a new uh, no cap recap episode. Uh, talking fatherhood. Getting emotional. We talk about daddy issues, okay? Um, it's an extended edition. Then. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a series. Yeah, it, goes on, it goes on pretty long. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was a great episode, so make sure you join the Patreon. You can get and access to Real quick, to too, before we get out of here, great guests next week. We got two incredible guests coming on the show next yes. week. You don't want to miss it. Right. Can we Can we say... Got to keep them low-key. We got to keep them low-key. Key. We can't say the names. It's embargo. Uh, it is, that. It's Megan Rapinoe and Carson Pickett. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, like, Mike. Wait, was this kind of hype <laughs> preamble for me showing up today? Because I demand a reading. Of course, of course. Okay, everyone knew. Uh, they they are specifically coming to promote the fact that they will not be on attacking third. Uh, <laughs> so I, it's very strange, but that's yeah. what they decided to do. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, two huge guests coming uh, next week. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, subscribe to the podcast as always. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, hit like, hit subscribe, leave a comment, a positive one. 
uh, if you are, are a good person. Uh, so, and if you're not, you know, you're going to do what you're going to do anyway. Uh, so, uh, so we'll see you on Monday, everybody. Peace. Easy cooligans, buddy. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.